Hey. Hey. Assalamualaikum. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> wow. Long time no here. <laughs> yeah, long time no uh, talk. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is this like your first uh, podcast collab? Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you coming Yeah, up. of course. So, today's episode, we have one of my uh, friends from when I used to stay in Orlando. It's Layla. Yes. Actually, the host of um, Muslim Girl Dosage. Hey. <laughs> yeah. It's all things mental health, you know, being honest and compassionate and, you know, just trying to reach out to not just my females, uh, you know, my Muslim females out here, but as well, you know, reaching to everyone, no matter the the race, the religion, anything. <laughs> Yeah. So, how, what um got you into uh, what got you into the, that specific mental health field? Well, I've always loved mental health. <laughs> um, I guess like as a psych major, like I was like from a young age, I would always be like exploring different topics and different ideas about mental health and. I was like, man, like, I want to make this, like, my career. And then I was like, hmm, what if I turn this into, like, possibly a podcast and I could, like, give advice and help impact others in a way. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I really appreciate, I really appreciate you. Uh, I really <laughs> get into that field because you know like these days i feel like mental health is really really important yeah especially with social media the way social media is now yeah for sure it's uh, it's just like a lot of people don't think that it's important but it really is because in order for us to do well in any aspect of our lives we have to be able to make sure (laughs) Our mental health is good. Yeah. So with your podcast being a podcast about mental health and having to uh, deal with, you know, being a, a black Muslim American girl, what what's your experience like with your mental health? Like, have you ever had issues or if you don't mind, you know, <laughs> some of the issues that you've had with your mental health? Yeah. I mean, I actually have suffered with, um, with depression and anxiety um still do but (laughs) it's it's a lot and I've recently just started um getting into therapy as well so that's been pretty helpful just to manage the symptoms overall because I feel like I'm such an overthinker and I'm such a person who worries all the time or thinks about the past all the time. So being able to just find different ways to to help ease my mind has helped me tremendously. And like the whole podcasting has helped me a lot, just being able to talk about it freely. And that way, like others can hear it from my perspective and be like, oh, you know, like I've gone through the same thing or I'm going through the same thing. 
So it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough, but it's also like such a, such a great thing. Yeah, definitely. So how was like, how was like therapy and also like with, with that, along with that question, how was, um, what was like that step that made you was like, okay, I'm going to go to therapy. Um, well, it started when I first started this podcast. I told myself that, you know, I wanted to improve in all aspects of my life. And I wanted to be able to help others with, like, real information, not just, like, my personal, like, perspective or anything. So, um, so I was like, you know what, like, I need better coping strategies and I want to be like and it's so much better when you hear it from somebody else telling you like hey you know this is what like an unhealthy habit or this is unhealthy thinking or things like that so I was I was really intrigued and it has helped me overcome so many different um helped me with my relationships my friendships um with school so many so many things so I feel like it's it's so helpful if I recommend it <laughs> for anyone who has dealt with any even if you don't deal with you know like depression or anxiety or anything like that just being able to help identify some symptoms or anything like that it's it's very helpful yeah definitely I definitely support it I'm very like it's very good you know? <laughs> thank you <laughs> so what what got you in the psych field um I don't know (laughs) it was just like I was always doing like research on different mental health topics all the time and when I took my first psychology class in high school I was like man like what if I could turn this into a career but I wasn't thinking too much into it I was just like it was just a thought and I had gone to UCF for like an event and I saw the psychology department and low key I was like okay who would be dumb enough to be a psychology major and then it ended up being me so it was kind of ironic but I don't know I just love everything about it just how the mind works and how we're able to connect with one another and our environment and with ourselves overall. Yeah, that, that's real. That's real. Right. So, like, <laughs> so like, yeah, I really like, I don't know, well, I don't know if I told you this, but you know, I really, I actually mm-hmm. your podcast. I enjoy like all of your episodes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. Mental health. Mental health versus Islam, also toxicity <laughs> versus anxiety. That was a good one as well. Oh, and practicing self love. Yes, for sure. I with that episode, I was very like skeptical because I was like, uh, I don't know if it would like, you know, I don't know if anyone would actually listen to it or anything like that, but. It was it was fun to do though. Yeah. 
like with, with your podcast, you know, going back to like the mental mental health thing. So like, are all of your episodes mm-hmm. based on things that you've dealt with? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's real. <laughs> yes, sir. It's whatever, whatever I go through, whatever I deal with, whatever I think is necessary. I just put it out there. I'm an open book at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like I strive to tell all of my people, my friends, or people who I I deal with to like the best thing. Like, yeah, like it's just so much easier and better, no matter what For you're dealing sure. with. For sure, because if you don't, then, you know, it'll be harder for people to understand where you're coming from or or help if you want to be able to impact lives. Like, that's my main goal. Like, I've always wanted to just help someone, you know, so it's, it's so dope. Definitely. So, like, so yeah, me and you, we do have a uh, you know as the side of your friends, you know we have a connection. Uh, <laughs> Islam, so like yes, so like are you? Um, I know Ramadan is coming up on the thirteenth next Wednesday. So like, how's your mental health preparing for that? Um, I feel like Ramadan is like literally the perfect time to assess like mental health because I feel like I become a brand new person (laughs) like during Ramadan or even after Um, it's just being able to sit down with myself you know pray and like read the Quran and like um, meditate reflect things like that has it's really impactful so I'm I'm ready I'm I'm excited as well So going back to like you know, you know having that Muslim connection. So like, growing up as a Muslim, like have you ever like had like anything that affected your mental health as like a black man? For sure. <laughs> um, I was bullied a lot because a lot of I don't know, like a lot of kids, like how I explained in my episode, identity versus society. It was majority of the time, you know, kids just always didn't know how to act around me or, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, she's, you know, she's going to blow up the place or that she's too violent because she's black or things like that. And I pretty much had, you know, honestly, music has got me through it. Um, you know, it's a lot of my fr- friends know that I'm a... Eminem fanatic (laughs) he's gotten me through like so much but just being able to build the confidence took me time and for me to be like yeah like I'm not ugly I'm you know me and I may be different from all the white girls or any other girl (laughs) at school but I still care about me and it was tough. Honestly, it was very tough and it took me a long time. But I feel like it's important to just be comfortable in your own skin and learn how to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, yeah that's uh, <laughs> Yeah, yo, that, that was those are some crazy experiences though. Yeah. <laughs> it was So as you gotten older, has it gotten better? 
Yeah, actually it has. A lot of people are more, they find me more approachable and I can have regular conversations and it's more of like, where are you from kind of thing instead of like, do you shower with that (laughs) on or do you sleep with that on? But um, yeah, I would definitely say it's it's gotten better and I'm thankful for that. (laughs) Yeah, as the yeah. So, like, do you still like have like even though things have gotten better, like mm-hmm. gotten older? Do you still like are there still like times where like people still test test you? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like a lot of the time when I walk into a room. I can feel like the intense stares and it's like, what is she going to do? What is she going to say? And it's like, eh, I'm just, it's either like 50, 50 either people think it like I'm so like violent or like outrageous or they think I'm so innocent and kind. So um, I've had times where, you know, people have said racial slurs at me or, you know, call me things but it's you know I don't really pay attention to those things because at the end of the day that's their opinion of me and it may hurt at the moment but what can you do <laughs> so how's your, um so like with, with that like being there like how does like yeah. how does your family like you know help coach you through those things or how have you like dealt with those things how do you deal with those things like when like you're met with that um honestly I I'm I guess I could say I am a very like expressive type of person so I will you know yell back or I will put on like an attitude to or a front to show that like I can't be messed with and majority of the time it works um my family I would say like my mom has always told me, like, just stay strong. You're beautiful. You're, you know, don't pay any attention to them. So usually I'll ignore it or I'll, like, confront the person and I'll be like, hey, like, <laughs> you got a problem with me? Like, what's up? So it just depends on, like, my mood, really. But I don't condone violence. <laughs> it's more of just, like, you know, sometimes your emotions are heightened and you just feel like you have to prove yourself at times. And I feel like that's how it was my entire life. So those emotions can take over quickly. Yeah. But majority of the time I just tend to ignore it and like walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. But yeah, that's good. Yeah. Like, where do you, where do you see like, where do you see yourself taking this like podcast of Muslim girl doses? Well, um, I don't know. I just hope that it reaches like a lot of people, <laughs> um, millions and millions of people. I actually like when I was probably like in high school, I started writing a book about mental health, and I feel like that was like almost the start of it but I never finished it I'm like 50 pages in (laughs) and never finished it but 
I always had this like um, dream where it was like I could be on TV or I could be like, you know, just being with someone who likes being kind of famous, but not that famous, but just being on like a reality TV show or something like that and just talking about it and people reaching out to me and saying how much they love it, how much it impacted their lives. I mean, I do have some of that now, but, you know, the bigger, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I can't, um, well, let me know, you know, uh, you know, these days it's like the digital age. So, you know, you could drop the mental health book as an ebook, you know, if you do, I'll buy it. Just let me know. (laughs) For sure. For sure. I plan on working on it pretty soon. So we'll see. Yeah, like other than that, like you know, I I did definitely want to you know just cover like your podcast and stuff first, but you know if you want to mm-hmm. you know uh, whole, uh, other conversations, we can. You know, you have anything that's on your mind or anything you want to ask or you want to talk about? Yeah, sure. I mean, let's see. What made you want to start your podcast, the Alexander Brand? <laughs> oh. All right, so uh, what got me in the podcasting was, mm-hmm. you know, this podcast that we're doing right now is actually, you know, the Eli Talks podcast. But what got me into mm-hmm. podcasting was I was always into media. Before I was doing podcasts, I was doing YouTube or I was doing videos. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was one of those people who, like, all I do, like, you know, outside of doing real estate or outside of doing, like, uh, outside of doing uh, the skincare, all I yeah. do is binge watch media. So, like, The Breakfast Club, Hot 97, um, Complex, every media show on YouTube that you could think of or every podcast, like the Joe Budden podcast, Joe Rogan podcast, hey. I binge watch <laughs> all of that stuff. So then it came to where I think, so I had a YouTube channel. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a YouTube channel. And um, I was doing it with somebody that uh, I'm not cool with now. And um, they ended up <laughs> they ended up taking down the YouTube channel. They were doing a lot of petty stuff. Mm-hmm. When they did that, that's when I, re- I rebranded my skincare business. And then I also... Uh, I also got. I was like, you know, I could. I have some friends that are interested in doing a podcast, like the Joe Budden podcast, where we talk about literally, literally any and everything, and that's what became the Let's Talk About Whatever podcast, which is the podcast that I do with uh, uh, one of my closest homeboys, and then mm-hmm. that was the start, and then you know, like. As you know, I start having guests on and, you know, we just start talking about literally any and everything. And, you know, we got a lot of support from that. And then eventually I was like, because, you know, I'm one of those podcasters. I record I record content like fast, like every day I record content. Or if I record wow. one episode yesterday, I'm recording three episodes today. That's mm. the type of person I am. So I got into... I started the Eli Talks podcast because 
a lot of people know me for being goofy on the Let's Talk About Whatever podcast, but a lot of people, they like when I'm serious, too. So that's what this podcast is. And then I also got into producing people's podcasts. So I produce... I produced the um, Champ Talk with Adrian Chambers. He was a uh, he was a World Series champion in 2011 in baseball. Dang. And then I produced uh, the I, I produced I also produced the Inner Truth podcast uh, about molestation, um, being molested as a child. I produced oh, wow. that. Um, I also produced. Uh, I can't even think of the rest, but I just I just fell in love with the art of podcasting. So, and media, because like I love media. I like doing interviews of people that I'm interested in and showcasing. I just like, I it's, I would I would say like I would kind of have to say what you said. It's kind of like a therapy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> a little reflection time. Yeah, but that's what got me in, and then. You know, I enjoy it. Like, even now, like, I, if anybody who knows me, like, I record, I can record videos and audio, like, nonstop. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, that's, like, when I had first reached out to you, like, I was ready to go right then and there, actually. I was like, you know, we Yeah, that's that's pretty dope though. Like I I struggle with just trying to get one episode a week, <laughs> but you know that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's determination right there. <laughs> yeah, and then like the good thing is you know like I do like how you know as your podcast grows, like now there's programs like Anchor to where you can make some money. Yeah. Like that's a cool part about it. For sure. I I wasn't even expecting to really like have my um my podcast published. <laughs> I was just kind of, you know, playing around with the idea and then I was like, Hey, what does this do? <laughs> uh... yeah, so it was it was insane. The good thing is that you actually started though, because you know, I know a lot of people yeah. want to get into things like that but they don't want to they, they have a hard time starting yeah for sure I've met a lot of people that I'm like oh yeah like you know I've always wanted to start a podcast and I'm like just do it yeah. <laughs> take it from me and just do it <laughs> like it could start off as a hobby and then eventually like can turn it around However you want it to be. Yeah, definitely. So, like, do you plan on having, like, guests on your podcast eventually? Um, yeah, for sure. Or even, like, your, like, have you ever thought about, like, even bringing on your therapist and y'all doing, like, a therapy session? That would be cool. That would be cool. Wow. Thank you for the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to ask her, but, I mean... I'm sure she would she would love to because every time I tell her about my podcast she gets so excited. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. But, yeah. But yeah, like I've uh I was planning on getting my best friend. I was thinking about you as well. Um yeah, like very few people, but <laughs> for sure it, it would be dope. Well yeah, um just let me know. I'm ready whenever. I'm <laughs> yeah. ready to go whenever. So. <laughs> 
I got you. (laughs) Maybe on my next episode. (laughs) That would be be cool. I'll just hit you up and we can do it. Yeah, because I love love doing interviews. And I also (laughs) like conducting interviews as well. Yeah. It's it's a different vibe to it. <laughs> but uh what other things did you want to know? Cuz it's actually been a very it's been a very long time since you know we and you have chopped it up. Yeah, for sure. Um Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. So in your Eli Talks podcast, you talk about anything, or is it like anything specific, or like how do you come up with the content? Uh, it's it's more so like uh anything serious. Like if I see something, if I see something like on Instagram or f- social media that yeah. I think people can learn from, or that I analyze, or if I've been analyzing something for like the past few days. I kind of just, you know, have a conversation. Or what I would do is I will go live and I'll have like a live conversation with somebody and I'll just take that live video and break it down and just drop it as a podcast. Because people listen to it, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it just depends. Like certain things hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, it's just so it's so much serious stuff that can be talked about, which is like which is why I'm able to drop so many uh, episodes at a time. It's because like every day is something crazy going on, on social media, and I can cover it. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I mean, so what is your like? What is your like goal with? The podcast. Uh, with podcast. So my goal overall with podcast mm-hmm. probably, you know, to build up my own podcast network. Um, to where like you know I'm hosting multiple people's podcasts, but also in a way to where everybody can make money. Cause like one of the big things like with podcasting right now is like the hard part is like making money with podcasting because it's so oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, finding a way for everybody to make money, how they make money, like, with music. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of my goals is, you know, like, to change the podcasting platform and also, like, make it entertaining. But also, like, you know, turn, like, all of my shows, like, the Let's Talk About Our podcast or even the Eli Talks podcast into household names to where, like, people are, they're begging, like, they're begging to for me to drop a new episode. Or if we start dropping mm-hmm. every Tuesday, I want people to be like, can you guys drop a little bit earlier? <laughs> what do you guys have for us on next Tuesday or whatever? Hey, wow. That, that's that's a big vision right there. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Wow. But I, th- I think so, all of it, it gets, it, it will get there with time. It just takes time. Yeah, a lot of time. So, when did you start, actually? Uh, podcasting. Uh, I would say probably t- summer of 2019. 
when I after I graduated, that's when I started podcast officially. Oh, yeah. So you had the idea and everything. Yeah, cause see, I so I had the idea. I had mm. the idea for years, cause you know I was always into media, but when it came to the person I was doing the YouTube channel with, that person they wanted to collab with the YouTube channel and. That was probably one of the worst mistakes I did because that person, I'm not saying, I'm not against people collabing, but that yeah. with that particular person, that wasn't the person to collab with because that person's mind was somewhere else. So. Mm. You live and you learn. <laughs> yeah, you live and you learn. Because I was really going to do it by myself and then that person just be a guest, but then they they wanted to do it together, but then it came like, it was always a problem when it came to recording content. So then th- that person eventually took down the channel that we were doing. Like we and that that this channel was actually doing numbers. Like to this day, mm-hmm. like my YouTube doesn't do numbers, but that <clears throat> like my podcast does numbers, but like that YouTube channel that we had before, that YouTube channel was doing numbers. Hey. But I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what got into the person, but they wanted. They just. They took. They deleted all the videos and shut the channel down, and then they lied about it. What? The crazy thing. But I was like, it's okay. You know, we, we gonna find a way. Exactly. You'll just grow from it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's how uh, getting like actually getting into podcasting came about. Oh wow. So you do so you still do YouTube or just like uh I just you I use my main YouTube as mm-hmm. like a hub for like all of my shows because you know I do live videos, I do everything. And like yeah. the thing that I learned is like, you know, it's not necessarily about having thousands and thousands of views right here, right now, because most people they don't get paid well from YouTube anyway. Yeah. But I learned like, you know, with everything being digital, it's like everything is like real estate. It's digital real estate. Mm. It's like a lot of this stuff, as long as the um as long as long as uh as long as the internet is alive and well, all of this stuff is always gonna be there. So whether it's in ten years when I'm like a big entrepreneur or whatever I'm doing, or whatever I'm successful in, or even your show, people are always going to be able to find what you put on YouTube when you only had one view, or what you put on uh, the podcast. They're eventually going to find that. Yeah. So I've, you know, I'm one of those people who are like, you know, I'd rather enjoy, you know, putting in the work now, and people realizing what I was talking about, years down the line they was like oh you were ahead of the game they just couldn't see it yeah yeah but like i mean i still have the youtube channel but uh it's not it's not really prevalent like me i drop i'm more so i like dropping audio but i also like being on camera but i don't Mm. like the problem with being on camera though is like i don't like having to do the recording and stuff because i drop other videos like on my instagram I drop yeah. like four or five videos a day and then I run other Instagrams. So like I create I create a lot of content, so it's a lot to keep up with. <laughs> K- 
keeping yourself busy, I see. Yeah. That's good, though. Like, you have an outlet for everything. But, um, hmm, I literally just had a question, and it just went over my head. Um, so, for what would your advice be for anyone who is just starting a podcast? Uh, my advice, my advice would be to just start. Yeah. Because sure. a lot of people, they say, matter of fact, I know somebody here locally um, who they say they, they've been saying they're going to start this podcast for about like four months now. And oh, wow. <laughs> It's been four months and they still haven't started. And it's like, you know, the more time that you waste, like, I feel like a lot of people have the problem of they want everything to be perfect. Yeah. Before they drop. And it's like, you know, you don't, you're going to be, you could die tomorrow. (laughs) Exactly. Go ahead and drop the episode, you know, and if they like it, they like it. Also, you know, They'll grow with it. Exactly. A lot of people they don't see things like that. Thanks. And then also, uh, also, uh, I like. I would tell them to if you're gonna get into podcasting, actually be consistent. Cause it's a lot of like, in the area that I'm in right mm-hmm. now. It was a lot of people who when they started, they started after we started and. They're not around anymore because they their heart wasn't in podcasting. They were just doing it between people like us. We were doing it, or when they got when they couldn't interview no more people, they stopped doing it because like their heart wasn't in it. Yeah, I feel like that's the problem. Like you need to be, you need to be, man. Like you have to love it. And a lot of people now, they just want to do it with other people just, you know, for the fun of it. And you'll run out of topics really quick (laughs) if you're just kind of doing it, like, on a whim kind of thing. So, have to be able to plan it out and think about it, sleep on it a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And then, like, one thing about me is, like, whether... Well, like, cause I, you know, I've had multiple people, like I've had multiple people, uh, leave, I have had multiple people leave like my shows. Um, I've had multiple, um, cancel when it comes to doing interviews, but me, I'm the type of person, like, regardless of who leaves or who stays, I'm dropping when I drop, like the, even if it's me, if it's me in the room, we're having a show. Regardless, like, you know, because, like, me, I'm the type of person, if you want to leave, you leave. That's cool. But I'm dropping. I'm still dropping these episodes. These episodes still going to come, whether this person's here or whether that person leaves or whatever, or whether this person cancels. We're still going to have a show, and we're still going to drop. Yeah, for sure. Because it's a bigger goal. And, like, you know, some people, they see the goal. Some people, they don't. Because me, I'm, like, one of those people, I think, 10 years ahead ten years ahead of people. So, it's, like, why people are, like, why people are focusing on things that are happening now, I'm setting myself up for, like, 10 years in the future. 
Okay. Yeah. People are not going to see it until we get there because they're not going to really understand it unless they're actually studying what I'm studying or learning what I'm learning or doing what I'm doing. For sure. Wow. <laughs> My biggest thing is like longevity. Like I want to be one of those people who, I don't want to be one of those podcasters or whatever who had like a two or five year run and we out of there. Like we stopped doing it or whatever. I want to be one of those podcasters like Larry King, who was like, he did interviews. He was doing interviews all the way to he was in his 80s or 90s. Yes, (laughs) those people like and revered at at that and like the art that uh, I do. For real. It's it's hard to really get it up there, but you know, it just takes time. Yeah, definitely. For sure. But but eventually, you know, we'll all get there. Well, those who stay consistent will get there. Yeah, exactly. And I know how hard it is because you know, life comes in the way, and you got all <laughs> these <laughs> you got all these issues happening. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, gotta stick through it, especially if it's something that you love doing, and then nothing can stand in your way, type shit. <laughs> but, um, so how do you like? I know there's like a way to like translate your podcasts into like videos. So like, how do you even? Because <laughs> I've been. No cap, I've been struggling with that for a little minute. Oh, like so? What you're you mean, like taking your translating your videos into um, audio, or like vice versa? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, as far as is well, it's gonna be hard for you to turn your audio into video. Well, oh wait, yeah. Matter of fact, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible, but um. I think you can only do it on a phone or on a um on a like iPad or something. It's very complicated, but you can look it up on Anchor's website and they'll show you how to do it. Now, to do it like transform the video to audio, you you can only do it on the um computer. Hmm. Yeah, you just have to like drag the you have to take the video file and drag it, and it will it will convert automatically convert for you. When you upload mm-hmm. it, but for the act for like for the like translating the uh, video to uh, audio, it's possible. You can only do it on the phone. The reason why I haven't d- done it is because I think my feature on my phone is broke. Because I used to could be able to do it, but then I don't know what happened. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Better get that check then. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about ways to like turn my audio into a video, but then I get very like, I don't know. Like, I, I've looked through Anchor's like ways of doing it, but it, it's, it's a little too complicated. So I was like, mm. <laughs> got a little lazy with it. So. But yeah, you'll get there. Or like, you know, one th- one of the things I, one of the things like you could do, you could also always pay somebody on fr- Fiverr.com. 
to like do the things that you don't want to do. Oh, how much? How much we talking? Um, well, it depends. It's a um, it's a freelance website, so like it's different prices. Mm. It can be like uh, a dollar up to a thousand dollars. It just depends on the person. Damn. Like real free freelancers though. Wow, bringing that money. <laughs> Wait, what was the website? Uh, Friver.com. It's, uh, let me see. F I F R I V E R R.com. Interesting. I spelled it differently, but. Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, it works. For sure, because between school and everything, it's like, what? <laughs> so how are you, like, managing everything with real estate and, you know, podcasting, media, everything? Uh, how do I manage? I just work, like, I'm, I'm very fast at what I do, so, like, if I have to show a house or something, I know that's probably going to take, like, the whole day or whatever. So, yeah. like, nowadays, like, I dedicate, like, on the weekend, my weekends are dedicated to creating content. So, a lot of the content that you see on my Instagram or Facebook or whatever, it was recorded in advance. Now, as far as, like, the podcast go, the podcast, I, like I said, I do those on the spot. Mm. So though like whenever I have a, like an hour or free hour or free twenty minutes or whatever, I record those on the spot and drop them. And then like I'm a very good editor. Like I'm a fast editor too. So like what? my people, I used to use iMovie. Oh yeah, that. Mm. I know. <laughs> but then it was like I found apps that I could edit this stuff on my phone a lot easier. So like I use things like InShot and I can edit a video in like five or ten minutes. And drop it. Wow. I do that. And I'm just very, I'm very fast. But when it comes to creating content, I'm very fast paced. Now, when it comes to, when it comes to like doing real estate and, you know, doing the skincare, those are the things that really take up my time. Also school. Those are the things that really take up majority of my time. Yeah. Like the content, that stuff comes, like, that's like a second nature to me because I I research like how to do. I used to research like a lot of this stuff for years and years and years, mm. to the point to where like I'm like a pro. I'm a pro without a certification. So like I, the process I, is easier. Yeah, so like, I can design. I can edit videos. I can build websites. I can. Uh, I can pretty much do anything digital. Create an ebook. Uh, create a poster. I can do. Anything online, anything that you can think of, I can do it. What? Like it's like secondhand nature to me. So I'm gonna have to like hire you at this point. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me know. I got you. But, wow, that's insane. So what are you studying in school? Uh, so actually, right now in school, right now I'm still get I'm getting. So I went to junior college because it was cheaper mm-hmm. my first two years so right now i'm studying to get my aa degree and then Same. 
<laughs> when I transfer, I'm hoping to go into cybersecurity because, you Ooh. know, I know how to do all of these things in the tech world, but I don't know how to secure it. Mm. So cyber would be, it would probably make the most sense. And also, like, you know, if certain things don't work out like how I want them to, I'll be making $100,000 a year. If everything if everything don't work out, I'll at least be making $100,000 a year. True. That's how much cyber pays. Wow. But I'm very confident in myself that all things are going to work out. So Yeah, for sure. You're out yeah. here determined and everything. Like, <laughs> Wow, that's so good. So, and your skincare, like how did that, how did you come up with that idea? How did I come up with that idea? Uh, that really came from my mom. My mom was so like growing up, like my mom used to teach us how to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Ton of stuff. Or like my Umi used to tell us how to do a lot of things. Uh, like making soap or doing the shea butter that we make. Yeah. And like we would always make it or like even the oils. We would we would use this stuff just for our personal usage. But then one time like well she started doing like and she created an Etsy shop. And then, like, you know, she started doing, like, color change mugs and stuff. And, you know, she kind of brought me in, kind of taught me how to do it. Because she started to get a lot busier with work and school. Yeah. I started making, like, sublimation t-shirts. Also, like, color change mugs in high school. Because that was, like, that was, like, the first, the first business. Like, that was, like, the original Alexander brand. It wasn't even skincare. It was, like, sublimation products. Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then we uh then like you know over time you know like sublimate because sublimation can get really expensive yeah. especially if people are not ordering in abundance or whatever mm-hmm. but then you know i started adding things like you know the shea butter that we were making then i started adding the oils and then i started adding the soap and, and the bracelets and stuff like that and aromatherapy and making essential oils and the stuff like it sells. So, wow. how long does that process take? Like, <laughs> uh, nah, it's a lot. It's a long process. Yeah. Making when you when you're making the stuff like by yourself, it's a very long process. Or even if you're making it with people, it's a process because the stuff is natural and organic. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope though. Oh. Yeah, but like it's um, it's very cool. Um, it's just very time consuming. Like today, earlier today, all I was doing was making shea butter. Wow, I'm gonna have to purchase some then. <laughs> yeah, just let me know. I got um, all scents available right now. Yeah. They get to you fast. Yes. Is it just, like for hair and skin and everything? Yeah, hair, skin, yeah, hair, skin, um, rashes, uh, stretch marks, blemishes, uh, you name it, we you got it. Or like, you know, if you suffer from like headaches or anxiety, 
or uh, just depends, like whatever. Mm-hmm. We have we make essential oil blends for those things. So yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I'll take you up on that offer then. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh. Well, um, let's see. Um, do you have any like jitters or anything like that when it comes to like either creating content or creating um, skincare or like any anxieties or or anything like that that come with it or is it just it just feels like a natural thing uh it's a natural thing the only thing i really have jitters about is when i do pop-up events because it's always that feeling in your stomach that you it's a possibility that you cannot make no money when you're doing like physical events like when you're doing like pop-up shop explain (laughs) so like when you do like a pop-up shop it's kind of like having a store Mm, people have option to you know come in and not buy anything so Mm -hmm. it's like it's very it does you do get butterflies when like you do a pop-up event that you've never done before Mm. so you don't know how many people are going to be there or you don't even know if the people there are interested in the stuff that you have so those are like the only things that like have butterflies in your stomach. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Are you planning to like have a store or anything? Um, possibly, but probably not. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because things like COVID taught me to make sure that you have a. a a sustainable enough income to where if the if something like a pandemic shuts your store down, you can still make money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with being online, I feel like being online, I feel like you can never fail. Yeah. Unless like everybody's because if everybody's internet goes out, then everybody's out of luck. <laughs> but like you know, a lot of people who have physical stores. They didn't have an online presence. True. And that all went bankrupt. So I'm, and then like, you know, having a store costs money. Even like just being in the mall, that stuff, like when you're not making money or if they shut down physical, you're still paying that $2,000 or $5,000 a month. Even not making no profit or if you're not even taking in any income. And that stuff builds up fast. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, if I did, it would probably be like a warehouse center to where we're making orders or I'd probably be renting something that like just super duper cheap. But like, I kind of like having the online presence or if people need something, they can call me. But like having like an, probably like if I'm making like in the million millionaire range, yeah. I probably don't think about opening up a store, but it, the finances would have to be like, if, even if we close tomorrow, you would still be having income coming in. Cause if there's one thing COVID taught me is to save money and actually have different streams of income. Yeah. Cause you know, like people are getting laid off of their jobs <laughs> or like, it was crazy. So, like, you know, certain people, if you didn't have 
if you didn't have like you know some money saved up or you didn't have like a knew how to what trade stocks or trade forex or <laughs> um make shea butter or whatever like you were broke or and you know waiting on the government you're probably gonna die by the time the stimulus <laughs> i can relate yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean like so how did like covid change your perspective on things like i know you just said um you know it taught you to have more than one income but like on a more like spiritual or like a mental health level like what did it teach you about yourself um it taught me that i can it taught me that i can be by myself and be okay like not that i wasn't not that i wasn't like uh always by myself type person but like you know i always had a group of i I always had a group of friends around me like i always had a group so like when covid kind of started that was kind of like the beginning of the downfall of my friend group. Yeah. So it was like, dang, like, I really don't have this big crew behind me no more. Because, mm-hmm. you know, certain people, they got into it or whatever. Or so-and-so doesn't like so-and-so or whatever. And it was kind of like, you know, even with COVID, it's like, you know, I I, I applied the same strategy with the podcast. You know, regardless of who leaves or who stays the work i'm still gonna get the work done yeah for sure it's like you know, like whether this person or that person is not there in 10 years i'm still gonna gonna be financially stable i'm gonna be you know living my life you know probably having a family or whatever enjoying life yeah, like nobody's stopping that and like it just taught me you know it taught me to definitely have some type of savings have some money put up. Uh, it also taught me that, you know, I can be by myself and, you know, be okay. Mm-hmm. And also, it just taught me, like, to appreciate appreciate things while we have them, like being outside, not wearing a mask. Because the last thing on my mind was that everywhere we go, we have to wear a mask. Which was kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone got used to it in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like dang, like I'll be the last. It was this this type of stuff is always like the last thing. Yeah. That I think of, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. But and also, um, just it also taught me to like know how to do certain things, like. Um, with COVID, like learning how to actually take care of your health. Like me personally, I'm not a vaccine person, but I'm all about like I'm practice uh plant based diet. So like I'm always big on taking care of your health. So I know if you know I don't get the vaccine, I at least need to make sure that my immune system is strong. I can't be out here just eating uh uh. McDonald's every single day, or for sure. Eating stuff that's not healthy, or eating stuff that can weaken my immune system to where if I catch COVID, I'm out of here. Yeah, for sure. It's a scary feeling. And it also taught me like to find a way, because you know, like my business was kind of affected by uh, 
COVID as well. Because when COVID first started, that was when I kind of went legit, legit with the business. So my plan was to do a whole bunch of events because, you know, events bring in a, a ton of thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, with the events, with the events that I had booked, you know, if I do an event every month, I'm bringing in, you know, probably at least a thousand dollars a month. But all of those th- events got canceled because when, because COVID had first hit, because people ain't know what to do. People ain't know what was going on. So every I had about like nine or seven events booked mm-hmm. and all of them canceled. What? <laughs> so, and then, you know, I didn't have, at the time I didn't have an online presence. I mean, like I had like, you know, my Etsy shop or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't have like, you know, it wasn't no Alexander brand website to where you could go and find, you know, whatever you need or most people, you know, they had to call me or contact me on Facebook or Instagram and be like, Eli, I need this, I need this. People didn't have like a web store or they didn't have they didn't have they didn't see uh Alexander Brand Instagram page. They didn't see uh me on TikTok. They didn't see all that. So I had to learn how to do all that stuff. I also had to learn how to, you know, build my online following and you know, also like just learning the online game. Because, yeah. you know, it's it's different from being physical. That's true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a lot, honestly. A lot to deal with. But I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you've managed and you always a warrior out here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> always striving for excellence. Love that about you, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely the goal, you know. No matter what happens, mm-hmm. you know, I always wanna be one of those people who, no matter what happens, I'm gonna find a way. If I lost everything tomorrow, I'm gonna find a way. True, true. Wow, that's dope. Yeah. But what about you? Is what has um COVID taught you, and how has that affected you? Um, uh, honestly, I would say same thing. Um, uh, like you said, I was always the type of person where I needed people around me all the time, and it just when COVID happened, I had to learn how to deal with my issues head on and just, you know, learn how to be comfortable by myself in a way where I wouldn't have to, you know, call somebody up just to, you know, have their company or having to deal with, you know, family issues and being able to just deal with that head on as well. But um, taught me a lot of patience as well, because a lot of the time, I get, you know, a little bit frustrated or I get a little bit um, upset about things. And I'm like, man, like, I wish I could just find a solution to whatever issue that I have in my life. So it was a lot of patience and just trying to figure out me and what I wanted out of life and the different things that I wanted to do. So uh, that's like, took me a while, which like when I 
found out about podcasting and all that till the end of the year. But, you know, I had to, I was laid off of my job for a minute and I needed something to occupy my mind. I needed something to keep me a little bit busy besides school and whatnot. So it was you know, reading more books and listening to more podcasts and like like just reflecting, meditating, praying more, stuff like that really really taught me how to be patient with myself as well. So and of course, you know, financially <laughs> finding a way to you know I actually like started with like trading. I found out about that and then at first in the beginning it didn't work out so well so um but you know you live and you learn and there there's still time in a way but then you never know what could happen tomorrow <laughs> kind of thing so yeah I, I seen that so like how is how how is that now like uh you know is tra- trading like profitable for you now these days and like you know what was were like the ups and downs that you had um, well, so when I first started, I started with like Forex and I started with this, um, this MLM company and this team. Okay. And the person that I met was actually, uh, through Tinder. <laughs> um, oh, <wow>. yeah. <laughs> and, um, so me and my best friend hopped on and we were excited because he was saying like, you know, you can make income online and this and that, but he was being very, like, sketchy about it in a way. But, you know, we were being naive and just <laughs> ready to to throw our, ourselves at anything. So, and then it just didn't necessarily work out because I had to take care of my mom and I was doing school full time and it was just a lot of stress. And, you know, with the marketing part and the networking we weren't really focusing on the trading aspect either so a little bit stressful so then I just took some time off of that and I was already receiving unemployment (laughs) so I was basically like yeah I'm like let me just take my time with it so um and then I wanted to like you know, expand my social media, I guess. And there were different apps where you can, like, you know, make new friends and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, what's the harm in that? So I met one of my friends and she was like, hey, you know, I know you've had bad previous experience with that team, but, you know, our team is a lot different. We can actually help you just focus on trading if you want to focus on trading. So I kind of had to learn everything uh from scratch in a way because I pretty much forgot about a lot of stuff but um and that my dad was into stocks so I had signed up for Robinhood got some stocks going and so so far it's good I just feel like it's just a lot to to learn and that's a lot to take in at the same time but we're getting there (laughs) slowly I mean, that's good that you always have the skill. Though. Yeah, for sure. Because um, Forex is pretty much, it, it's actually really fun, honestly, you know, getting that bag. 
with the but being able to literally learn the strategies and stay focused is a little bit hard with it, but you know, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We had a we had a crazy forex wave down here. Oh really? Uh, honestly we actually got scammed. Oh <laughs> no. Because <laughs> like it, it got it got to a point to where people weren't they weren't even concerned about tr- trading. They were just concerned about you know, getting their uh referral. Yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. A lot of uh a lot of teams are like that and it sucks. But um yeah, you just honestly like I wasn't even planning on getting back onto it. I was probably thinking about doing it by myself. Like just teaching myself um forex and stuff. But then like one of my friends was like, you know, like we got you and just focus on trading if you want. You can still, you know, I feel like the building aspect is it shouldn't be forced. I feel like it should be more of like you learn how to trade and then obviously it's like a marketing, you know, getting people on, teaching them how to do it and wanting to help others. It shouldn't just be like, you know what I mean? Like just trying to get people on and trying to like make money off of them or whatever. I feel like it's more important to want to do it and want to help others with it. So it's a little tricky though, <laughs> for sure. I um, I actually went to a Dallas event like about a week and a half ago with my team and it was all these multi-millionaires in the business just talking about their journeys and how they did it and giving us like their strategies and stuff like that. It was like insane. (laughs) And that's what really was like, wow, like this is, this is it. (laughs) So it was, it was an experience. honestly. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's, that's good to, you know, hear that, you know, it's actually, it's better. You know, it was good. It was getting crazy. <laughs> it was crazy down here. It got it got so bad to where people, just the forex name alone, people didn't even want to be bothered. Yeah, majority of people they're just getting scammed off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like there were certain people, they would take people's money and run. Oh out my of god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you just you just gotta find the right people, honestly, and. <laughs> If not, then, you know, you can do your own thing. But a lot of people just, once they hear money, they <laughs> they start running. And then, you know, I, one, what I realized was that, you know, with it, it was really like the COVID situation that it had people to the point to where a lot of people were scarce for money. Yeah. That's why people, were, they were just joining in or whatever, whatever they felt like paid at the time because... Everybody's in desperate need of money. Yep. <laughs> it's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's honestly how I was. I was like, oh, wow, like I can make money online. Like, let's do it. And then, like, because to get in, you you pay like a hefty amount. And then, you know, you got a monthly as well. So it was like a lot of people will see it as a scam. But honestly, if 
it's it's really up to you and how like the person that got you on if they're consistent with you and if they actually care about you as a person and not just a another dollar sign <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So it's that's why a lot of people are like, What? You know, like that's a scam and I'm like, Oh, not really <laughs> Yeah. It just depends. But it's not for everyone, so I get it. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You know, that's good that, you know, like, it's nice to hear that, you know, at least one person has had a good experience with it. Because I haven't, I haven't had, I don't know, not one person had a good experience. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, so, I don't know, I guess I got lucky, I guess. <laughs> um because I I was pretty much, like, done with it, too. And the thing is, when someone, like, when you have a bad experience with it, you just close yourself off of the entire thing. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I like, nah, like, that's uh, a scam, not doing it, waste of time, da 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 But it's like, you know, if you're able to get something out of, you know, like a long-term goal to become a millionaire or to have, you know, extra income or even like abundance of wealth kind of thing. It's it's definitely worth it. And you just got to grind it out and see what happens kind of thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah that's dope. <laughs> so, like what other things, like, you know, has COVID gotten you into like you know you have like you know your own online store like what are your future goals you know um life in general or even business (laughs) honestly I was never really into business (laughs) um but I I do see the benefit of it of course I there, there came a point where I thought about you know just selling things on like Amazon or or Etsy or things like that or what was it called uh Poshmark but I guess I never really made the time for it I was just kind of like brewing up all these ideas and I never (laughs) actually sat down to do them and my parents were always like just do it just do it and I'm like well maybe I'll think about it but I was going through like a rough (laughs) phase to be honest through like trying to figure out what I wanted to do that related to my career mostly yeah and it was like like man like it's so hard (laughs) to find a job that will like that pays well and that will also like give you the leverage into your career so it was a lot to figure out but you know obviously like it just led me to wanting to pursue podcasting and trading but Future goals, I'm not sure yet, but honestly, I really do hope I can, like, finish my book, you know, like, have that probably self-published and start selling, and... Yeah, um, let me know, and, um, I will, um, I'll send you, like, even after we get Mm -hmm. off, send you, like, a publisher that I'm going to use, like, for you to self-publish. Oh, you can use 
lulu.com and you can actually you can uh drop ship your book they'll drop ship your book for you like you know and you you can also copyright your book as well and then like they'll also just do the ebook form as well oh god yeah all you have to do is just um All you have to do is just, uh, you know, create the book and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it might take me a minute, but, you know, I'm also trying to create a website for the podcast and trying different media outlets as well. So hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have like a, I have a resource for pretty much everything online. Oh wow. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the that's the hardest part, just trying to figure out different ways and different like the best outlets to use for anything online. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll start sending you stuff. <laughs> but how did you like figure out these, you know, ways to publish and create content and stuff like that? Uh, so, all right, so some of them I kind of self-taught myself, just researching, mm-hmm. and also, I also, like, I kind of, I pay for a mem- a, a mentorship uh. that I caught, well, it's under ABS Tribe, uh, it's with one of my mentors, uh, Brother Ben X. And he was, you know, he was teaching digital digital real estate, how to make money online, you know, during the pandemic or whatever, as well as um, just things that people don't know, like private banking, uh, all type of stuff. But he was showing us, like, how to, like, he basically, I knew how to, I knew how to do everything, but I, the way I was doing it, like, for instance, editing videos. Mm-hmm. I was editing videos on software that's I was editing videos on software that was like taking up my time like iMovie, Final Cut Pro or Adobe and then you know um then it was uh what was it it was it was so he when he came along you know he was teaching me you know about InShot like basically he was giving me free softwares that made the process a lot easier which is why i'm able to do the stuff that i do so fast because basically they were giving me resources for all of these different things and then when they start giving me these resources i'm starting to do my own research so it's like oh if i need this let me look up let me look up a platform to where i can independently publish my own book or Mm -hmm. if i want to what platform can I use to start my own online course type stuff? And it just got to the point where I was, I'm able to find those things. And I have I was also able to utilize things that I don't use, like Facebook, like mm-hmm. using Facebook groups to gain leads. Because, you know, I'm in college and like the way my college schedule was, is set up and the way it's going to be back set up again, it was to the point to where I really could I couldn't work a, reg- a regular job because... My hours are crazy. Like I would have a, I would have a class at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. 
and get a break and then have another class at like four o'clock. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> and then like what next semester, like so in the summer, I'm gonna have a class early in the morning and then I'm gonna have a class at like six o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So it's like is I don't really have no time to do like, you know, like the work of like a regular nine to five. Yeah. But you know, I still need to find a way to make income. So then you know, face, like he taught me about, you know, utilizing Facebook groups to like uh, post in a group, you know, hey, who needs a website built for like $100 or $300 or whatever, or who needs a quick logo made or who, uh, who needs, who needs somebody to run their ads or something. And I was, that's how I was making, that's how I make money today, actually, when I'm not. When I'm not uh doing like the skincare stuff, yeah, that's how I make money. Though. People will book me or whatever. I do a quick job for them or whatever. Hey, like so basically, he kind of just they kind of just taught me that type of stuff, and it's also kind of like a family thing. So like, mm. uh, certain days throughout the week, you know, we have a Zoom call, and it's nothing but people, business people of all ages on the same page in life. Yeah, um, mostly Muslims, but like. Basically, they're just on the same page, you know, just trying to, you know, make it through life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, basically, you know, if I need somebody to teach me how to grow on TikTok, they have a person for that. Or And, like, we're all, like, but we're all, like, we're still reachable, though. It's not like, you know, this person has 30,000 followers and is not talking to the group anymore or whatever. It's like everybody's willing to help. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. So like that program that program it kinda enhanced what I was doing because the way I was doing things it was very time consuming. Like it would take me like <laughs> it would take me like two weeks to edit a video. Because <laughs> like, oh. like, like you know, I I don't know if you know, but like, you know, with MacBooks or when you don't have like actual like expensive equipment or whatever yeah to process certain things like editing videos is like it kills your computer it does <laughs> so it was like you know like i need to find i need to find a way to do something yeah. i need to yeah and then like it's find a way to do something quicker and then you know they taught me how to develop strategies to even like you know sell my products online and stuff. Hey, yeah, that's lit. Oh, that's that's pretty dope though. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, you know, and then like now, and then nowadays, you know, nowadays, like I'm kind of like to a point to where I can do my own research. So like you know. It's, it's certain times where I do need help, but it's like, you know, I kind of got control of this. I know what direction. I know who I need to go to if I need something done or whatever. Yeah. I always got to have some contacts. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then they taught me, they also taught me the importance of uh, keeping people's data. Hmm. So, like, you know, like, because, like, even with podcasts, you, should, you might even want to consider, you know, uh, keeping people's emails or whatever because like you know you know with all these different platforms you know tomorrow Instagram could just ban you if they felt like it True. or Facebook 
being you or whatever. But, you know, if you always have like a database of people's emails that really enjoy your show or really enjoy your product or whatever, mm-hmm. you'll always have your customers that way. If, you know, you were making all your money from Instagram or making your money from whatever, you still have your clients who subscribe because they really like support you or they are, they want you to keep in touch with them. Like, like me, I have like over 200 people's emails. What? <laughs> yeah. Just data. And then I've learned, like, you know, like, within the next 10 years, 10 to 20 years, data is going to be really, really important. Yeah. Like, that's why cybersecurity is booming right now, because people's personal data uh, is very important. Huh. That's why, like, a lot of people get, like, these telemarketing calls or random emails or spam emails, because, like, these people have your data, and once they have it, you know, they're always able to market to you. Mm-hmm. They'll never lose contact with you, and that's something that's, that's something that's always stuck with me. It's like, you know, I, at least, you know, if I end up saying something crazy on the podcast or whatever, <laughs> at least have a, uh, I have a way to reach my customers. You know, they shut me down or whatever. Cause I've actually I've actually been banned from Facebook uh, a few times. What? How come? Uh, you don't mind sharing? Actually, 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 I was banned from Facebook for posting memes under somebody's. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was like, yeah, I, all I did I was po- I posted memes mm-hmm. under a post, and I guess the. I think it had to do with fat people or something. I don't know what it had to do with. But I posted a meme, and it was a funny meme. It was, it was a joke, though, because mm-hmm. the post was a joke. And they um they gave me a strike for that. And then also, one of my friends posted something, like, quote, something that they would say. And I put the word, I hate. What? And I they put a strike on me for that. And then they also went, they they went like two weeks back and she got me a strike for something else and they just banned my account. And I was like, wow, like, are you guys serious? That's just petty. <laughs> <laughs> and then also they banned me for, because, you know, I along with the skincare, I sell clothing, like a drop ship, like cl- some no clothing. No way. <laughs> so they banned me for like, like, I guess on Facebook, you, they, you can, you're not allowed to run uh ads on things like Black Lives Matter. What? <laughs> yeah. And see, I didn't know that and they like they shut me down instantly and restricted my account. I was like, what did I do? Like <laughs> <laughs> they focus is coming for you. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. But it was um, you know, living you learn. You know, and that's why, you know, I utilize, I utilize Instagram or utilize um, places like Twitter or places like, I try to build, I try to build out myself just in case, you know, they come shut me down or whatever. I, I, like, I, I have a TikTok, I have a mm. Facebook, I have a Snapchat, just in case they ever shut me down. Like, you guys can find me somewhere. <laughs> you can find me somewhere. True, true. There's always a platform. But, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, while, but even then, you know, I still try, you know, I try to, you know, abide by the rules. So, you know, they don't shut me down. Mm. 
do your research. <laughs> yeah, but it's mostly Facebook though. Like, and I know Facebook owns Instagram, but like, yeah. my Instagram has never been banned. I've been banned from Twitter before. Same. <laughs> I've been from Facebook. Like, I, I was getting banned from Facebook like every other week. Mm. I was like, what? Am- doing like i'm not i'm not saying anything offensive i'm not doing anything like they were just every week it was something new and i'm like okay <laughs> i probably need to you know just start taking up these people's emails you know building myself up on these other platforms or whatever so they don't shut me down because it's like uh, if it's not one thing it's another oh yeah of course they don't want to see you be great <laughs> yeah uh. Wow, that's crazy. But you know, I always find a way. So I'm never really, uh, I'm never really, you know, down, down and out. Yeah, for sure. And that's how you make it out here. So. <laughs> right. mm, for sure. But I, I did. So you know, before we end things, mm-hmm. well. Even if we do end thing, when whenever you want to end it, yeah. Um, you mind sending me your Muslim girl Doshit's cover? I want to make that the cover of this particular episode. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. So when I, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Let me try to do that right now. <laughs> okay. No, I don't forget. But yeah, uh, it's been it's been a lot, you know, learning in the digital world. But yes. you know, I'm definitely gonna be one of those people in the digital world who I always found a way. Nope. I mean, that that's how you make it, and being consistent and determined, and yeah, you'll be you'll be fine <laughs> for sure. All right, question though: How would I send you my cover? <laughs> uh, or you can send it to me through text or whatever. Okay. Whatever's convenient. For you send it to me through the text. All right, but let's see. All right. Well, thank you for having me on. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate you coming on. And, you know, I plan to have you on more. Yeah. Uh, we'll have, like, a more uh, mental health topics to touch on. Um, oh, yeah. For sure. Like, I got uh, a yeah. lot of ideas <laughs> or so. So that'd be, uh, that'd be dope. I'm excited for that. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely be in talk uh, very soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> All, right. All right. Have a good night. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>